welcome to the Dollar Bin Culture Podcast. We are your hosts, Jimmy and Smippy. And today, on this episode, we'll be talking about our love of pro wrestling. Yes, uh, not just WWE, but um, New Japan, AEW. Everything, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, we cover every ground. And especially with us, this holds a special place, wrestling with us, because that's how we started becoming friends. That is true. Um, Jeff Hardy doing the 30-foot swan bum bum, walking to school the next day. Jimmy and our friend Belch were talking about it. So I just weaseled my way into the conversation. <laughs> and look what happened to you now. You haven't left. Yeah, that's one of the situations where I don't want to leave. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's like a, a specific time stamp, isn't it, in our friendship? Like, that's the first thing we remember. Yeah, like well, coming it's in the first school. time I spoke to you guys, so. Yeah, which is weird, like, because um, that was on a, yeah, because we got raw on a Wednesday afternoon. Yeah. So Thursday is when we would have been talking about it. Ah, oh, it's crazy. And that was and that was your first introduction to wrestling, wasn't it? Back then? yeah, it was uh, the first thing I ever saw. Like before that, it was just wrestling figures that my little brother bought. And you never had any desire to watch it. No, I actually didn't watch it until like again, my little brother was like, "Hey, watch this!" Like, what a way to start watching. Yeah, very disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Like two thousand eight wasn't like I considered a. Pretty, pretty good year. Um, it's a good year. I spent like watching it with my little brother. It was lame. Oh yeah, that, that would have been lame. I should be introducing him to stuff, not the other way around. Yeah, that's true. But you being on the older brother, you're like, oh, I'm not gonna watch that crap. Yeah, because he was watching. I think it was ECW. Uh, One, yeah. Uh, yes, I know. <laughs> 2008 ECW. Sam Punk versus Chavo Guerrero in the Gulf of Mexico match. Okay, you saved yourself there by having Sam Punk and Chavo. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Chavo. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Chavo. Never got the recognition he desired. No, he didn't. No, sorry, not Chavo. Kerwin White. Ah, uh, yes. He goes by Kerwin White on this podcast. Thank you very much. Alrighty, Kerwin White it is. <laughs> and Tom Sigler, which is Caddy. Don't forget that. Yeah. That's <laughs> 13 years ago, you started. Yeah, it's uh, been a long stretch. Mm. And, and, and this is what I said before we started recording. Like, being able to talk about it from different perspectives, because you started in 2008. And the first thing I remember from wrestling is like late 1998, early 1999. Because my older brother watched it. He's four years older than me. So he was like nine, eight or nine when he was watching it. And then pretty much as soon as I got into it, he sort of fell out of it and didn't yeah. want to watch it anymore. And I didn't start with WWF. I started with WCW. Oh, right. Yeah. Who was your favorite in WCW? Sting. Yeah. Red and Black NWO Sting. It was the first wrestling figure I ever owned, and I wish I still had it. My first wrestling figure was called RVD. Um, Which RVD? Just Rob Van Dam. Oh, just Rob Van Dam. Yeah. Yeah, and I had the old, uh, my brother had the WCW play, like the the ring and everything like that. I think the only wrestlers I had were Sting, Goldberg, and a Macho Man, a WCW Macho Man. Yeah, no, I had like a fuck ton of figures. Yeah. Um, and half of them are sitting in my game room now. They are. They are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like starting in like the big comparison from ninety nine to two thousand or ninety eight and two thousand eight, it's a decade and a lot changed in a decade. Definitely. So who would say you started in two thousand eight? Who were the wrestlers you really enjoyed watching at the time? Obviously, the start Sam Punk back in the ECW days. You know, back had like the long hair, the lip piercings and shit. Yeah. Um, massive fan of Matt Hardy. Uh, I like both the Hardys, but in my opinion, Matt's the better one. Yeah. Never got the um the push that he deserved again. Um, 
Could he have been was, a main he was, eventer. He was a way, he's a way better talker than Jeff. Yeah. yeah. I think that's where the Hardy Boys sort of melded together. Like, Matt could talk and Jeff could wrestle. Yeah, well, they both could wrestle, but, like, you know, Jeff's always going to be the guy that outshines because he's the guy, he's the guy that's going to jump off the five-foot ladder. Yeah, he's the guy that's going to yeah. do the stunt so he gets the push, which is, well, he deserves it. He really yeah. does. And he's had, I can't even count the injuries on one hand. Like, I can't even count the injuries he's had because he hasn't had that many injuries in his life. I think the first major injury he had that I remember that he crashed his own motorcycle. Yeah. And that was in the in the 2000s, like after. I think he was in TNA. Yeah. Um, I was also thinking of the uh, TNA. The um, fond memory I have is when he gets knocked out on top of the cage and falls well, onto falls, the stairs. Falls first onto the stairs. Yeah. Oh, man. That, just like looking at it makes me cringe. He's still a wall. Yeah. All right. So you got Punk. You got Matt Hardy. See, give me um, a couple more. Give me a couple. Uh, you might not believe this, but Kane. Kane. Yeah. Oh, I think you can get wrong. Loved his theme. That was a bang. Um, what slow chemical by Five Finger? Not Five Finger Death. Nah, Punch. Um, Finger Eleven. Finger Eleven. That's it. Goofiest band name ever. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine you watching Kane in the late nineties, early two thousands. Yeah, I could always imagine it. Oh. Like, um, but I have nothing wrong against wrestling in 2008 and stuff like that, but like the golden age is always going to be the late the 90s and early 2000s. Yeah, I agree. Sure. Um, like I've watched back, like I've backtracked and like watched stuff. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, so you got Punk, Matt Hardy, Kane. You got anyone else? Batista. Batista. You're a always Batista massive fan? Batista fan. <sighs> I never, I mean, heel Batista. Yes. I, I didn't mind heel Batista. Um, Evolution Batista. See, I wasn't a fan of Evolution Batista. Yeah, I always gravitate a little bit more to the heels. But, you know, World Heavyweight Champion Batista, but like his whole hot rivalry with The Undertaker for that 2007 era, that was, I really enjoyed that. No, I gotcha. Yeah. Um, I think my fondest memory again of Batista was uh, Team Raw vs. Team SmackDown for the uh, draft. Oh, I had you both run together and like. Oh, yeah. Both go to spear and the collide heads, oh, like bleeding yeah, everywhere. Yeah, man. So one of the things that, you know, is bad, like, and they get back up. You'd be concussed without a doubt. Imagine imagine these days with how, you know, on top of concussions, every sport is. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Especially with massive law they should be. It wasn't, it wasn't heard of back then, was it? It was just get up and keep going. Yeah, well, it's like the classic Sin Cara moment where he breaks his finger. Oh, no, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's a whole other episode we can do. See, when he first debuted, I loved it. It was a great thing, but except for the stupid blue light. Was it blue or was it like an orange? Uh, blue light or orange light? I know it, like, it was, they just darkened the crowd and just lit the ring up. I remember that. It was and stupid it was stu- either way. Yeah, it was stupid. Just like that fucking Hell in a Cell match with Rollins and White Bray White, red Hell in a Cell with a red fucking light. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so you got four. You give me one more. Give me your fifth. You might believe this one, but Umaga. Umaga. Another guy that you don't appreciate until he's gone. Yeah, unfortunately gone. Um, yeah. Though, to be fair, WWE offered him plenty of chances to like, sort of help out. Well, yeah, you can't help someone that doesn't want to be helped. Exactly. Well, if, like, there's only yeah. so many times you can say, hey, man, you need to go to rehab before. Yeah, happens. Yeah. Like, I remember, like, he hasn't sick. Umaga, when he debuted, he was a machine. Was even Umaga versus Batista in the... um. Is it WrestleMania 24? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it was. 
he was a beast. Like that whole year, he went undefeated in 2006 and then lost his first match. He did it at the New Year's Revolution to Cena. Yeah. Can never forget Imago versus Jeff Hardy in the parking lot match. Yeah, Jeff Hardy and Imago in the parking lot. That was pretty rules. Yeah, yeah, it was Imago's last match too. On pay-per-view? Yeah. Yeah, because I remember he was still around like early 09 with... He was in a rivalry with Punk, I think. Probably. I think he was in a rivalry with Punk just before he left. My top five at the time, it's hard because I was watching WCW and WWF, but I suppose WWF was better in the 2000s because it was like, you know, still around and shit. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll go, I'll pick two from WCW. So we'll go with Sting. Yeah. Wolfpack Sting and. Um, black and white sting doesn't matter. Crow sting, both yeah. stings were fucking amazing. Uh, and another one from WCW. I'm not going to say Goldberg. I didn't really like Goldberg. I never actually really liked Goldberg. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Where wherever he was, I didn't. I just, I just, he didn't appeal to me. He didn't appeal to me at all. Um, sting. I, I'm always thinking of Disco Inferno, but I know I don't like him. <laughs> Every time I think of WCW, I just think of Disco Inferno. Yeah, uh, that's fair. Let's go with Booker T. I never really got behind Booker T. Uh, I mean, w, I mean WCW Booker T. I liked, um, and then when they invaded the WWF in 2001, I still liked him. Yeah, King Booker was my favorite book. Yeah, King Booker and Batista is on rivalry. Oh, just King Booker in general. Just that asshole fucking character. King Booker. <laughs> yeah, so I'll go I'll go with them too. I'll probably think of someone like better later. I can't remember. And then, you know, WWF in the late nineties, I'll go I'll go Jeff Hardy. Yeah. I've got to go Jeff Hardy. Lifelong. Um Austin. I think everybody would pick Stone for Austin. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking Jericho. Yeah, Jericho was great. Yeah, Jericho, Jericho or Undertaker. The um, I appreciate Undertaker for everything that he's done and everything that he's you know accomplished. Yeah, but I was never really a backing fan of him ever. No, man, I see. But I think your opinion would be changed if you watched the day. Got, so you watching in 2008, and, you know, he was still at the top of the card in 2008, like in the title pictures and stuff like that. But Yeah. And the rivalries he had, like, you know, ran, with Randy Orton in 2005. That was at Mania, wasn't it? It started at WrestleMania and ended in, in 2005. They had WrestleMania 21, SummerSlam, No Mercy, and then they finished at Armageddon. All right. Nice. Yeah. I mean, he had some good rivalries. So you got like Orton. His first rivalry with Cena in like 2003 was really good. Yeah. Um, Lesnar. He's a, he's you know he had the hell one of the greatest Hell in a Cell matches in my opinion with Lesnar in 2002. Yeah, I will have to watch it. Oh yeah, you early Lesnar. <laughs> Animal. Yeah, so, I think yeah. he's always been like that. Um, we look back like New Japan when he was Shinsuke. Oh, I wish I watched New Japan back then. 
I've watched the match itself. It's a really oh yeah, we've d- definitely seen the match. But like, imagine like I freaked out when Jericho turned up in New Japan. Imagine watching New Japan and Brock Lesnar turns up. Yeah, that'd be amazing. So yeah, and then yeah, I reckon you'd appreciate the Undertaker a little bit more. Well, not that you don't appreciate him, but I think you would be a bit of a more of a fan if you watched him in the early days. I feel like I would. I feel like with a lot of wrestlers these days, if I watched them back in the day, mm-hmm. I'd like them more. Like, so I like Edge, but yeah. back when he was in a Rated R Superstar back in, again, 2008. Yeah. Um, him versus Undertaker at uh, Mania 24. Probably one of the... It's got to be in, it's got to be in the top... I'll at least give it top 15 closing matches of WrestleMania ever. Yeah. Well, it had a whole lot going on, like... Um... And there were Edgeheads coming out to try and help. Ryder and Hawkins. Yeah. yeah. Vicky Guerrero in the wheelchair. <sighs> After take a fucking tombstone, tombstone to her. Uh, what a good time. Like, you started watching at a really good time now, I'm thinking about it. Yeah, um, but, there was a lot going on. It was like, you know, the end of the Attitude Era, because it was already long gone. But, um, yeah, it was sort of the end of the uh, Ruthless Aggression Era. Yeah. Dude, I'm, just, I'm just, like, thinking of, like, 2008. Like... That was the year, like, Jeff Hardy really broke out into the main event. Yeah, well, him versus Randy Orton at the Rumble. Yeah, him and Orton at the Rumble, then he versed, then he was in the Scramble match, which they should bring back. I used to, I love the Scramble match. I got off the Scramble match, though. Brian Kendrick is a one-time WWE <laughs> champion. <laughs> I'll count it. I would definitely count it. He deserved oh. it. I really love his art theme as the Brian Kendrick. Even just like having the in front of his name just made him more of an asshole that I loved. Yeah. What, all right. Speaking of the Brian Kendrick, did you like Paul London and Brian Kendrick as a I tag did. team? I did. Absolutely. Oh. Them, one of the best tag teams that have been around. Oh, that, that run they had for like I'm pretty sure it was like over a year as the tag as the tag team champions. Yeah. But the only thing that lacked was the tag team division. Yeah. In 2006, they versed. They won them off. The Highlanders, wasn't it? No, no, no. They were always on Raw, the Highlanders. Uh, they won them off Eminem. Yeah. Mercury and Nitro. Yeah. Uh, Judgment Day 06. Eminem split up. That's when Nitro goes to Raw. Yeah. Um, and then they hold the belts. The only team, the th- teams they verse, I'm pretty sure they verse the Pitbulls, who were Jamie Noble and Kid Cash. Yeah. Um, Casey James and Idle Stevens. Yeah. Um, then... Um, Pretty sure Deuce and Domino were around because I'm pretty sure they're the ones you. What a gimmick! Deuce and Domino. Yeah. Oh, they were so funny. Well, not even funny. It was just a cool gimmick, like nice, yeah. nice fifty sort of thing. Them and uh, Cherry. Cherry, yeah. Yeah. But like that tag team division was lacking around 06. Yeah. And then when they teased, like in late 2007, when they were drafted to Raw, and they teased like the new Team Extreme, and it was the London and Kendrick with Jeff Hardy. Oh, yeah. Awesome they only had, I think they only had a couple of matches as a as a trio, but my my god, that could have been something. Yeah, there's a lot of things that could have been something. Like for example, the Nexus. They're wearing the Nexus shirt right now, so we'll just point that out. Uh, yeah, that just depresses me. So much potential wasted, and it's like everyone. Even, I don't think anyone that I know has ever disagreed that the Nexus. Yeah. What a Wait. way! What a way to crush a perfectly good story. Well, it's exactly like Retribution in this day and age. Yes. Absolutely ruined it in their debut match. Like, I, I don't get it. But we don't run a billion-dollar company and we're not, you know, 
we would know what we're doing, right? Yeah, definitely. North Story's better than half the jackasses on the WWE team. <laughs> because they're riders now. That's they're the not thing, like, When I play my, like, you know, 2K, I got 2K20. Yeah. You know, after all the bugs. I think you're the only like, person in the world that plays 2K20. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that all the bugs are not being taken out, but I like to play my universe mode. Yeah. And um, as I was telling you, I made the Bell Club again. It was Bella as leader, obviously. Mm-hmm. Kevin Owens, Buddy Murphy, Alistair Black, and Andrade. Pretty stable. It was, um, then the female division was uh, Rhea Ripley and Zelina Vega. Yeah? Yes, they were a tag team, but they held the women's tag titles. At the point in time where everyone in the Bella Club had a title. What, did you do evolution, did you? You did the evolution thing? Yeah, I didn't actually like, plan it. It was just like all simulated matches. Like, if I can't be bothered watch, like, playing the match, I just watch it just the past time. Yeah. So Bella won the world heavyweight because I have that over the Universal because the Universal looks like shit. Yeah. Um, I had Andrade as the Intercontinental. Yeah. Owens and Murphy were the tag team. <sighs> Buddy Murphy. Yeah, Buddy Murphy. Wasted talent once more. Hopefully he comes back to MCW. That's all I care about. That'd be very nice if he came back to MCW. I'd definitely go and watch it. Brooksy versus Adam Brooks versus Buddy Murphy or if he goes back to Matt Silver or... Whatever happens, I'm looking forward to it. I'll be there for that match if it happens. Yeah, you see a lot of the guys have just been released and now like coming out of their shell again into back into the um the independent Indian. scene. Yeah, well you got Alice Black is officially Tommy End again. Tommy End is such a cool name. I do like Tommy End. But um right, so yeah, back to back to watching. Um what was the first what was the first pay per view you watched? Uh as I was saying the Royal Rumble two thousand eight. Oh, that was the first one you watched? Yeah. Yeah. John Cena returning, uh, number 30. Yeah. I was going to say, what would you think of that? But you didn't really, you weren't really, you were watching, but like, did it mean? I didn't really know anyone. No. Only two I knew was um, Jeff Hardy and Randy Orton, so I watched 30 Foot Swan Time. Yeah. And about Punk and Chavik, so I watched that ECW episode, but other than that, I had no clue who anyone was. Yeah, no clue. That's a decent rump, that's a decent pay-per-view to start on. Yeah, definitely. Um, I remember getting it, um, because... Well, not getting it, because back in the day, you know, it was a main event, and it cost a fucking fortune to watch it. It was like 30 bucks back then for us. It was. It was That's still true. a lot of money, especially when, like, we're, the, like, 14 years old. Yeah, well, not to mention my mum fucking hated us watching wrestling, so. <laughs> we, we, um, did she watch it, so you weren't allowed to watch it, or she just didn't like that you were watching it? She didn't like it, because we used to, like, replicate it. Yeah. You know, the don't try us at home shit. We tried it at home. It makes you want to do it more. <laughs> That's the thing, like, we used to back back in the rumpus room when we lived um, somewhere else. We, while mum was at work, because, like, we used to be home until mum finished work sort of thing. Yeah. We'd set up the uh, rumpus room into a wrestling room. Like, we'd move the couches around to a square. Yeah. You know, we'd, like, play wrestle with each other all the time. That was awesome. That was, it was really great. It was, like, very good childhood memories. Yeah. I, never, I never had backlash from my parents. Yeah. It was more so because we used to argue over it and that. Like, and mum thought it was too violent at the time. She didn't be violent at the time. Oh my god! Imagine if you watched it in the nineties. <laughs> but either way, like it's um, like she didn't like us watching. And there was a point in time where like he quote banned unquote watching us us watching it. Yeah, like because we were home while she was at work. We'd done on as soon as she gets home, quickly swap the channel. But yeah, oh, you were watching it, of course. Yeah, no, like I, I was, I was never not allowed to watch it. I was pretty, I was pretty upset. Yeah, once I started watching it, I got obsessed really quick. Yeah, that's the ex- same thing with me. Once I started watching, I could not 
stop watching. Well, that's the thing. Like, I have times where I'm just like, you know, I can't be bothered watching it, so I just won't. But it's not that I don't like it. Yeah. Like, well, I'll read the results and stuff. Three hours. Raw is three hours. Let's all remember that SmackDown is the A show. Uh, no matter what anyone says. Show. NXT is the A show. NXT is the show. <laughs> is the show. Especially with uh, Samoa Joe coming back as William Regal's enforcer. Yeah, I saw that. Like, I did actually didn't expect that to happen. Well, it was a very quick release. Um, you know, it, it was released, like, what, two, three weeks ago? Maybe a little bit longer than that. I'm not sure. It wasn't long. I know it's not long. He's already back. So, like, that's a good thing, because Samoa Joe, Samoa Joe, he's awesome. Who doesn't like Samoa Joe? Exactly. I'm so glad I got to, we got to see him live at yeah. least once. Inverse uh, Shinsuke and the Hell in a Cell. Steel, Steel Cage. Cage. Yeah, the, NXT, the only NXT show. It's unfortunate it's not happening here again because I didn't sell enough tickets apparently, but... Oh, so yeah, I definitely would have gone. Such a good show. Remember yeah. back in our boy Ty Dillinger and Buddy Murphy in the tag team? Then we had our 10 signs. Yeah. I remember that. Shout out on Twitter. I got a like from the like the man himself. Oh, no. Okay, so, okay. since we're on live shows part of it, then we can talk about that. Have you, have you been to many... WWE live shows? Um, I've been to majority of them actually. I think I've missed two since two thousand eight. Yeah, because like I wasn't. I, of course, when I was a kid, I didn't have the money to like buy tickets and that. And yeah, with Mum not being a fan, I couldn't even like you know sort of <laughs> get them off her. Yeah. So it wasn't until I started working that I started going. Yeah. So you started coming along with us, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I did. My first one was two thousand and yeah, I think yeah, yeah, two thousand five was the main event with Cena and Kurt Angle. That'd be one hell of a main event. The title, yeah. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure I went to every single one every year. Maybe missed one. I'm not sure. Can't remember. But, like, I'm, yeah, I've seen, you know, Undertaker Live, which was amazing. Seen Punk there a few times. Yeah. Seen Jeff Hardy a couple times. And then I got to go to the Super Showdown one at the MCG. Yeah, I missed that one. Yeah, that, that was, like... Even though nothing like besides the Buddy Murphy winning the Cruiserweight title, I'm so happy I was in, there in person to see that. Yeah, that was probably the only major thing that happened on the show, but it was the best thing that happened on the show. Um, he was definitely one of the greatest Cruiserweight champions uh, next to Neville. Neville, yeah. And if we're going to go backtrack the Cruiserweight champions, you, know, you got like Billy Kidman. Yeah, he was good. Uh, Jamie Noble. Yeah. Ray, Ray Mysterio. Hurricane. Well, How- Gregory Helms at the time. Gregory Helms. Oh, yeah, he was even um, cruiserweight champion WCW as yeah. um, Shane. Um, was he Sugar? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was Sugar Shane. Um, yeah, that damn cruiserweight title. I don't, I don't even want to mention who held it last before they brought it back. Yeah. Hornswoggle. Absolute fucking joke. <laughs> um, no, not that it's a bad wrestler, but the, the, character, the character that they had him as was stupid. Yeah, no, I was never, I was never big on him. Yeah, like, I figure like he's he's not really like there's only so much you can do that size. He was very appealing to a young audience, which I get. Yeah, like he was the guy. He was one of the wrestlers for small children. Yeah, to get behind. I just can't forget the uh, WLC match. That's it, but that was actually all right. I didn't. Yeah, it that. was. And his skits were pretty good too, like Little People's Court with DX. Yeah. And stuff like that. And then when he was like Vince's son. Right. <laughs> the best part about Vince's son 
is when they the, the they couldn't get Sandman out of the ring. Yeah, you know, do you know that story? Yeah, I do. Like when they're doing the whole um, like oh he's extreme, like off doing the what hits. Yeah, like who it is, and they're like eliminating people that it doesn't apply to them, and everything they said, like Sandman still stayed in the ring, and then they had to say like they had to think on the spot and say, oh no, he's not extreme to get him out of the ring because he was still standing there. <laughs> no, was a fan of Sandman either. Oh no, no, no. I was, uh, ECW, I appreciate, I get it, um, but. Never really go back and watch that. Also, I, I will go back and watch stuff like RBD and Sabu and um, like the BWO. Yeah. And stuff like that. But like, I never, and I was too young. Like, I didn't know what ECW was until like they invaded WWF. Yeah. As I said, I didn't even watch ECW until it was WWE's ECW. And that was worse. Yeah. I'm not even saying that ECW was bad at all. Like, it was amazing, but now uh, the WWE. Adaptation was not very good, but it did give us fucking wrestlers like CM Punk. Sheamus too. Sheamus. Uh, Evan Bourne back yeah. in the day. Bourne was Matt Seidel when he first debuted. Oh, he was too. Uh, he debuted, lost the next week, came back as Evan Bourne. Oh, that's right. So I like sitting there with my little brother being like, oh, it's Matt Seidel. I was like, no, it's Evan Bourne. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> and then the horrible, horrible re-date, like Christian returning. And how lackluster that was in that ECW show. Oh my god, it's, it's Christian. Christian. <laughs> Christian, I've always been a massive fan of Christian too. So when I... he came back that time, and like his rivalry with Orton and stuff like that for the, the world one time, more match one. Hey, okay. talking about the one more match. Yeah, that sort yeah. of thing. Um, I didn't like when him and when you know Edge and Christian were a tag team. It was hard. I liked Edge. But I always preferred the Hardy Boys. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that either. So like, I always hated Edge and Christian because I was so interested, so obsessed with the Hardy Boys. Yeah. And as you know, you get older and you sort of appreciate Christian and stuff like that in those sort of matches. Yeah. And then, like, even when he was a heel, like when like 2003, when he like, finally cut his hair and he was the IC champ and, you know, my peeps and that sort of thing. Yeah. That, that, was, that always, was really good. Yeah. I always liked him more with the short hair. Like it was like he split on his own sort of thing. Yeah, you got to you got to because obviously Edge kept his long hair. Yeah, and then Christian, you know, you got to change. You got to you got to do something. Theme songs, awesome as fuck. The story of the year version. Yeah, oh, both of them. I like both. Well, of both them. of them are good, but the story of the year version seems good. Yeah, definitely. And um, yeah. So going so for me going through the two thousands, watching wrestling. It was, it wasn't hard, but like I would go to the video store every single weekend, every Saturday morning, and hire an old wrestling VHS. And I miss the days of uh, going and hiring stuff. Yeah, Station Square Video shout out in Mountain South. <laughs> I never ever had a Blockbuster card or a Video Easy card. I always went to that local one. I remember most about the local one was they sold the WWE cards. Oh, the payback cards? Yeah. Oh, my God. Let's talk about the payback cards. Yeah. No, <laughs> do you no, have the whole set? But Do you have the whole set? Had. Yeah. What, what do you mean you had? I no longer have it. We lost it when we moved. Oh, my God. I have the whole set twice. 
you know. <laughs> I, I bought him. I bought him again last year online. I don't know why. So why not frame him, put him up? Yeah, that's true. I think I, I bought him for some specific reason, but yeah, I would remember every time going to that video store and they were only two dollars. They were only two dollars. They were very, very good. Oh, I love collecting things, so yeah. Well, we both do. Yeah. Me and Belts were collecting them at the same time. We always bought packs together. And we both needed one card each to finish the set. We both got that card on the same day. Yeah. We finished the set on the same day. And there's so many cool things that like, I sort of like got into with you guys. Yeah. Like, I had, like, back in the day, I was only collecting like Tarzos and like Yu-Gi-Oh cards and shit. Yeah. So I like, opened up the world into like WWE stuff, like those cards and like the action figures and everything else. Figures and stuff like that, getting into the games. And that. What was the first wrestling game you had? 2008 as well. Really? Yeah. Like Universal Raw featuring ECW. ECW. That was a good. That was so hyped for that game because it was the first game Jeff Hardy was on since Shut Your Mouth. Yeah. And it was the first game CM Punk was on. Yeah. Um, and it was really awesome. Like I love the GM mode. Yeah. You hear that, Ricky? The GM mode was awesome. Ricky, a piece. Of shit. Yeah. <laughs> he deserves that. Yeah. yeah. Um. Two thousand. Two thousand eight. And like, I like, like thinking back to wrestling games. Like, I oh, you had to wait. Like, being so young, you'd have to wait till Christmas yeah. to get that game, and it usually came out in, like, November over here. You know how hard it was for, that, like, that month and a half? Yeah, so, no, I get you. Yeah. I remember my first wrestling game was on PlayStation 1. Yeah. My chip, our chipped PlayStation 1 that my parents got a chip at the yeah. Lebanon market. <laughs> yep. So my, the guy my mum worked with burnt us, like, 50 fucking games, and one of them was SmackDown 2, you know your role. Uh my first, actually, that's a lie. My first wrestling game was um, SmackDown. Here comes the pain. Oh, the greatest wrestling game of all time. Yeah, it was it? You know, it wasn't No Mercy. Everybody, shut the fuck up. It was Here Comes the Pain. Yeah, I remember like doing the custom characters. They had like the Sailor Moon and the Dragon Ball Z look. Yeah, and it was the first game with the Elimination Chamber on it. Like that was that's all I gave a shit about for that game. See, I've always been a massive fan of the Elimination Chamber. Like in games or just in books? in games and in like in shows, like it's always been such a good concept. Uh, very good concept. The like the first one, Triple H, Michaels, Kane, Jericho, RVD, Booker T. One hell of a pay per view. Like that was a May Survivor Series 02. Like it was a great way to have first elimination chamber. Yeah, and I like how they revamped the design of it too nowadays. Like how it's the um, it's like taller, taller and like kind of like more compact around the ring. Yeah. Or like I used to love how, you know, you know, two miles of chain and like bulletproof glass and stuff like that, and then someone gets thrown through and the whole fucking thing just falls through. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't shatter. They're just fucking all one piece, bang. Back in the day when it used to break was um always in- like entertaining. Oh yeah, like when Mysterio went head for like he was going for like a, a shoulder tackle in the corner and yeah. missed it, put his head through the fucking thing. Yeah. Or Goldberg spearing Jericho through it. Yeah, or even um, back in, it was a couple of years ago, I can't remember exactly which one, where Seamus like locked the door with his uh, necklace. And like, oh, we can't get the door open. Did he like, really? Jammed it. Uh, that must, I have forgotten about that. Made me laugh, because like, he's like, oh, my pod's not opening. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> was he healed at the time? Yeah. Oh, that, yeah, that's that's awesome. Like, any time someone would jump off the top, like RVD doing a frog, frog splash or Jeff doing a swan time. I think the coolest one, I can't remember for the life of me who it was, they climb up on top of the cage, like move yourself around and like do the Ooh. swing and like swung off the actual top of the cage. I'm thinking it was Morrison. 
Yeah, I'm thinking it was either Morrison or Sinara, but I don't even know Sinara. No, it wasn't someone Martin. No. no, I reckon it might be Morrison. Yeah, I vaguely, re- I vaguely remember what you're talking about. If we're wrong, we'll look it up later. <laughs> and if we are wrong, I don't give a shit. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, so you're like your game is here comes a pain. My one was know your role, and then you know you like I said, you got to wait till fucking Christmas to get it, and then you remember you used to get a bonus DVD with the game. Yeah, so I got September through all 2010, and it came with the 2010 Rumble. Yeah, there was always it wasn't always the Royal Rumble because I remember one of the games I got. Backlash 2006. Yeah. I think it was a Backlash 2006. I think so. I know I got the Royal Rumble 06 in one of them. Yeah, like that was like so weird too. And like. Weird, but cool. We, oh, yeah, definitely cool. Yeah. Like, I wish, I wish, like the games are still all right, but like they're not, they're not like back in the day. Yeah, I've, I've got high hopes for 2K22. I think having a year off has like sort of helped them revamp it. So they need to do something. Battlegrounds was absolutely atrocious. I never even bothered. I played like one game. It was just like this is shit. Yeah, it's just it's so stupid. I can't like I think SmackDown vs Raw 2010 was the last game I actually like played the fuck out of. Yeah, where I could sit there for eight hours and play the shit out of it. You know my favorite thing about uh, oh eight sorry. 2010, my bad. Yeah. Um, was that you can make the custom attires for your characters? Yeah, and the road to WrestleMania thing. That was also pretty great. That was pretty cool. And not to forget, um, one they don't do these days, uh, burn not burning CD, but like having a CD with theme songs on it. Oh, again, add it to the uh, Xbox Cloud. Oh yeah, because yeah. yeah, I was that. I was literally the only dude out of the whole our whole friendship group. I think at PS3, you yeah. all had an Xbox. 360. Yeah. I had a PS3. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it was still worth it, though. Yeah, it's still a fun game, no matter what console it was on. Yeah, you could, yeah, like you said, you can customize the music and have any song you want. I think every one of my wrestlers had a Bullet Club Valentine song. See, I, back in uh, <laughs> 2010 as well, because I used to play it by myself. Mm-hmm. What I did was I made an entire roster of characters myself. Yeah. I believe, like, you and I, back when we were um, playing around with it, um, we had Charisma and Enigma. Ah. <sighs> The tag team. Yeah, we didn't really like. We could you tell we liked Jeff Hardy a little bit? Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> so I was like blonde dreadlocks, and he was like brown dreadlocks. Yeah, it's it great. That's Made uh, the Phoenix, which um, like had like face paint on like the um shape of it, like a phoenix, obviously on his yeah. face. Like an orange um, Pete Dunn sort of like the um, oh like the wrestling tights sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, like the Andre the Giant sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have that orange and like like yellow wristbands. It's like his uh, finisher was um, you could create a finisher. It was like a four fifty splash onto a standing opponent. Okay. It's like he, like the start of it's like a taunt. Like he does like the I, I use the Randy Orton, you know. Yeah, the pose. Yeah, the Randy Orton pose to start it. Then do like the four fifty splash onto the opponent when they stand up. Okay, that's actually pretty cool. Mine was always a um, shining wizard. I love the Shining Wizard. My finisher, so which I will always say my favourite finisher in the top three is always going to be a Shining Wizard. See, mine is always going to be, and for, no matter what wrestling game I have when I create my guy, I always have a Brain Buster. Brain Buster, when it's done right, looks really fucking cool. Yeah. It's menacing. Definitely. I mean, you look like as well when you're talking about like good finishes, uh, the Burning Hammer. Yeah. Absolutely love it. That's there. Yeah, that's really cool. All right, so like, 
I know I went through this stage. Did you go through a stage where you stopped watching because it was not that you couldn't be bothered that you're like, this does not interest me anymore? Yeah, it was uh, back in 2011. It's like a short time after I started watching. Really? 2011? Yeah, I'm like, I was focusing a lot on schoolwork and that. When, like, when in 2011, though? Uh, probably, it would have been closer to the end of the year. Oh, um, the summer of punk? Uh, see, I got, I saw that. Um, yeah, because that summer of punk started in, like, July. Yeah. Late June, July. I made it through that. Um, oh, then you stopped watching after? Yeah. Ah, okay, okay. So it was close to the end of the year when I yeah. um, stopped. Like, I just, I wonder when punk left and then came back and they squashed him. I was like, well... Yeah, Triple H came out of retirement, beat him, and went back into retirement. Yeah. Stupid. So yours was 2011. Mine was 2000, late 2009 to like maybe mid 2010. Yeah. Where, fair I didn't, enough. where I didn't really watch it. I mean, I kept up with it, but I didn't really watch it. Yeah, if, if I'm not watching, I do read the results just so I'm like on top of everything. It was, it was just, there was just nothing for me. Like, you know, Miz was the, like, this is back when, like, Miz is champ. I didn't appreciate it. Yeah, if, if it was these days, I'd appreciate it more. Like, yeah, yeah that well, very, very brief. Like back then, 16, 15 years old. Nah. I thought Miz was a tosser. Then, um, yeah. But that's what's so good about his character. Now that we're older, we sort of appreciate that shit more. Feel sorry for him, though. His first injury after what is it? Um, 2006, he started. Yeah. 2005. Yeah, first well, injury ever. He was on tough enough in 2004. Yeah. Late 04 to 2005. Yeah, so hopefully he has a speedy recovery. Cause, um, yeah, I hope he gets back really soon. It was a torn ACL, I think. Um, yeah, ACL or PCL, I'm not sure. One of the CLs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just it's unlucky. So it was at a time when him and Morrison were sort of starting to not, not so much get a push. They had that stupid fucking zombie lumberjack match. <laughs> It's cool, Batista's in the movie, which is awesome. Batista's, you know, a great actor. Yeah. Um, but there was no need to have that sort of thing going on. It's like, cool, the Lumberjacks are zombies. Um, yeah. Great, there's eight Miz. Um, how am I meant to believe this? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, Miz and Morris, not to cut me off, but, like, Miz and Morris in the first run they had together when they first became a tag team in the yeah. 2007, 2000. Eight. When Miz had his cool shorts. Yeah, his shorts with his spiky mohawk and his fedora. Yeah. <laughs> and he was the chick magnet. Uh, it was quality. I loved his shirt. Like the chicks dig men. It's like the little chickens. Yeah. And then they had the dirt sheet on the WWE website. Yeah. Did you watch that? Yeah, I did. Oh, man. That um, was so freaking funny. I think my main rivalry that I remember them from was um, Mr. Morrison vs. Crime Time. Really? Have such an obscure memory with stuff like that because I don't remember that at all. Oh, because they did like massive things in the dark sheet, like making fun of them, being like, "Oh, you know, we're gangsters." Sort oh, of shit. yeah, I remember like that sort of stuff. But like, if you told me like, I sort of like, oh, I don't remember that. That's fair. I remember them like, who like? Are you sure they were like on SmackDown or they were like on ECW, but they were also wrestling on the other shows? Um. They wrestling on Raw. They wrestling on SmackDown at the same time. I think it was SmackDown at the same time as ECW when they were doing that sort of crossover, crossover sort of thing. Because like when they came to Australia, we got that. It was a SmackDown ECW live event. Yeah, and I don't think the ECW title was there. Yeah, it's one of the downsides of living in Australia is you miss like a lot of the big moments. Yeah, the only big moment I remember is Buddy Murphy winning the title. 
Yeah. But they're house shows. That's what they are over here, house shows. But you still enjoy the experience. Yeah, they're still good fun going to make a bunch of friends go and watch it. So. Oh, yeah, and just like ruin, like you got all these kids around you that are cheering people and you're like, nah, fuck that guy. <laughs> I remember when we were sitting there, I don't know if you, I don't think you were there this year, and then like it was Brodus Clay versus Jack Swagger. No, I wasn't there. And um, everybody was cheering for fucking Brodus Clay. I'd be cheering Swagger. Except for the three of us in like the fifth row chanting for Swagger. I always appreciated Swagger. Um, yeah. His, his World Heavyweight title reign was um, unfortunately a downside, but I think there was so much I could have done with them that they didn't. Yeah, another dude that started on ECW. Yeah, I forgot about that. He was a big, big, that was a big letdown. But like, even when he, like, when he was Zeb Coulter and stuff like that, like, We the People, all of them, they were pretty cool. Yeah, it was entertaining. He was a good wrestler. Like, he was, you know, he's the all American American. Exactly. And he's a good MMA fighter, too. Yeah, he's got a perfect record, isn't he? Yeah, he does. So, going back to, like, when I was really obsessed with it in the early, like, 2000s and stuff like that. I mean, I, like the games were good. The, the, the pay-per-views were good. Like it was good rivalries. That. And then everyone, like everyone shits on the invasion angle with WCW and stuff like that. But like I was seven. Yeah. And I thought that was the best thing ever. I personally thoroughly enjoy the invasion angles. Like when SmackDown invades were on that. I remember the one in 2005 when it was going to be Raw versus SmackDown at Survivor Series. Yeah. And they, that's like, well, I was 11. And like, Raw's rocking up to SmackDown, beating the shit out of everybody on there. And like, you believe it. Yeah. I, I believed it. Yeah. I remember. And who was it? Um, Batista slammed someone through the car windscreen? Yeah. I think, no. I think he got slammed through the car windscreen. I'm pretty sure. Might have been. Might, yeah. It was something like that, yeah. And then I know it's like every time I see the invasion angle, I think it's great. Like I've always loved it. Yeah, like the two thousand I always think of the two thousand and one invasion angle with WCW and stuff like that. But like like everybody says, if they had Hall, Nash, Hogan, Sting, Goldberg and all those guys at the time of that invasion it would have been so much better, but you can't help it. Unfortunately it's something that happened uh too late. Yeah. And um yeah, the like the brand splits. Like I always felt like Raw only pay per views and SmackDown only pay per views. There'd be maybe one or two good matches, and the rest of it would obviously just filler. Yeah, like you'd have your main title match with a rivalry, and maybe a rivalry match underneath that, and then that's about it. Nothing. Yeah, nothing too major. Yeah, I'm all for joint pay-per-views. Oh, for 100%. Um, but I do love the uh, draft event. Yeah. Remember, that was a big deal, the very first draft. That was a very, very big deal. I remember back in the day uh, when I started watching on the Adobe website, it had uh, like, who you think should go where and that sort of shit. Oh, yeah. It was like a little mini game of like, who should go to Raw, who should go to SmackDown. Like, Did you, okay, speaking of the website, did you vote? When they had Cyber Sunday and stuff? Oh, no, I didn't. I didn't, didn't watch do... Cyber Sunday until it was too late. Oh, man. I remember sitting on my computer with dial-up internet trying to vote, trying to vote um, fucking Edge into the World Heavyweight title match in 2004 at Tuesday. Yeah. 
having such a nostalgia trip right now. Just how obsessed I was. Huh. Um, well, I'm thinking again of wrestlers that um, hey, had a good push in that. Great Carly. That shouldn't have had a push. I know that had a decent push. Him, but like, as soon as he debuted, Undertaker straight away. He fucking mauled the Undertaker on his debut. I still remember one of my favorite moments when I watched that backtrack to watch stuff. Yeah. So, Great Carly vs. Uh, Rey Mysterio. He gets him in the, uh, the like the giant lock, the vice lock. Was that when Rey was the champ? Yeah. No, yeah. He wins the title at Mania, gets squashed by Mark Henry, gets squashed by the Great Carly. Yeah. Not yeah. the uh, best run that he had. I just remember Kali like doing like a device rip on his head and like Mysterio's yeah. like bleeding from his mouth. Oh. I used to be like, holy shit, that's so brutal. <laughs> that is brutal. Why does everything happen to Ray? Like he gets his eye poked out. Oh, that made me cringe. He's so his head caved in by the great Kali. Oh, man. I do appreciate everything that Ray Mysterio has done as well for the business. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But like him winning the world title. In two thousand six, I was not very. I wasn't. Eh, I didn't really. I didn't really give a shit. He wasn't really. I guess at the time he wasn't really a main eventer. He, he not that he wasn't a main eventer. It's just you got to believe holding the belt. Yeah, you got to believe like, like, oh yeah, he is a champion. But I didn't. I didn't buy it. Yeah, and I guess like, and it's a sad fact, but it was because of Eddie Guerrero's death. Oh, of course it was. It's upsetting, yeah. Like everyone mourned Eddie Guerrero. Like he was one of the best wrestlers in the world, easily in the top ten best wrestlers in the world of all time. Exactly, and um, easily. Yeah, so they used that to give Ray a push. Um, and the, you never forget the Randy Orton quote of um, Eddie Guerrero's not in heaven is down in hell. That was uh, too soon. Too yeah, too soon. But like, what a way to get heat. Yeah, what a way. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't think they should be down that road. Yeah, if anything, given the European Championship, like, anything that's, like, not the main title. Oh, right, Mysterio. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah, yeah like, like, but, like, he didn't want to be in the Cruiserweight division anymore. But, like, he was still, like, a good intercontinental champion and stuff when he won yeah. it. When he won it off JBL at uh, 26? 25. 25, The yeah. 25th anniversary when it actually wasn't the 25th anniversary of WrestleMania. <laughs> He came out as the Joker. Yeah, he came yeah. out as the Joker. Hey, JBL in 21 seconds. Yeah, it was, it was short, Matt. It was very short. JBL quit. Yeah, he quit and then came back eventually again. Any... See, I'm not going to say this is going to be hard for you, but, like, did any wrestler scare the shit out of you when you were younger? Um, I used to be terrible. Well, as I say, I, like, really enjoyed Kane. Yeah. But he also terrified, like, the primary three, like, kidnapped Kelly Kelly. Oh like in the boiler room sort yeah. of shit. I used to be freaked out being like five years old. Kane used to freak me out. Yeah. Um man. Nah, nah, not the Um But he's coming to get you. <laughs> hey, he can fucking do what he wants. Um Undertaker to an extent, he was a little bit he like before he was the American badass. Yeah. He creeped me out a little bit. Mankind creeped me out. Yeah, mankind reminds me of um, <laughs> dude, love. Yeah, Cactus Jack. Actually. Cactus Jack. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, like Abyss. Sorry, no. Mankind was around for Abyss. Um, yeah. So Abyss reminds me of mankind. Like I loved Abyss back in TNA. Oh, oh since right, since we're talking about TNA, did you watch TNA? Yes, I did actually. Okay. Yes. 
back when I watched it, it was back when AJ Styles was around the main event mafia. Um, Motor City Machine Gun. Oh, the Motor City Machine Gun. Hamilton Red. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Where was TNA on? Was that like? It's like 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 eleven o'clock on a Saturday night for us. Yeah, it was. It was on really really late. Like, T- back then, it was really good. Like they also had a Homicide. Homicide. Oh, the Latin American Exchange. Yeah, the LAX. Yeah, they were good. They're still around. Yeah, yeah, they are. Very, they are still around, which is incredible. It's amazing that, like, not amazing that the impact's still around. I'm glad it's still around. Yeah. Because it's another option and it's getting better. Yeah. It's definitely getting better. Now they've got AEW on as like a partnership deal. Yeah, yeah. Like you got up. Kenny coming over and stuff like that. What they need. It's, I, can, I think it's a great idea. I'd be surprised if AEW doesn't buy it out. When, when they have the funds, obviously. Mm, like. oh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say buy it out, but as long as they keep that partnership going, but not oversaturated sort of yeah. thing but like I think it's good and like like I became aware of TNA when Jeff like everything comes back to Jeff Hardy <laughs> Jeff Hardy left the WWE in 2003 yeah I obviously still watched wrestling and then I can't remember if someone told me or I read it online he rocked up at TNA and I was like what the fuck is TNA <laughs> what is TNA Test and Albert that's all I could think of because they were <laughs> And then that's how I got into TNA by what Jeff went in 2004. Yeah. Like, but then watching TNA and then, you know, I got exposed to the Daniels, the Motor City Machine Guns, AJ Styles. Yeah. And, and back then with TNA, it was how big of a deal was it when someone from WWE showed up on TNA? It's, um, like, let's compare it. It's basically the same thing as like NXT showing people in the crowd. Yeah, or like, like when someone debuts on NXT that's come from the Indies, like it was that big, like when Adam Cole rocked up. Yeah. Like, it, to me, it was a big deal. Like when Christian turned up in TNA. Yeah. Kurt Angle, Booker T. Even Christian turned up in AEW. Yeah, you even called it that day. I remember we were all watching AEW together. Yeah. And it was supposed to be, and that was Big Show's big surprise, who someone would hear, and you were the only one that said Christian. Yeah, I've always been a fan of Christian. I just sort of like thought maybe like, because WWE, went, like, he was in the Rumble, as we all know. Yeah. But I don't think WWE were going to sign off on him wrestling full-time again. Yeah, I thought, because I, I actually tried to, I was trying to tell you guys that um it was going to be Edge and Christian versus uh, Triple H and Orton at Mania. That's what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it would have been sick. That's what I thought it was going to be. And then Edge won the Rumble, and I went, ah, well, that's not going to Yeah, hey, Christian. <laughs> yeah, but I reckon Christian, like, I'll, WWE Christian is always going to be the Christian, but like TNA Christian Cage, oh, Prisma Christian Cage, oh, him and TNA, and he had Tomko with him as well, still, yeah, yeah, and like like who else was a big name? Like Jeff Hardy when he went to TNA in 04, then in two thousand ten again, yeah, after he lost to Punk, um, yeah, in the Steel Cage, yeah, um, a lot of people like really shocked about that, that he lost or that he left, that he lost, like because it was he he had to leave and he lost. Like everyone thought it was going to be like a massive comeback story about how cool he beat Punk for World Heavyweight again. And one of my favourite rivalries of all time, Jeff Hardy versus CM Punk in 2009. Yeah. It was the, the most perfect angle. The guy who doesn't do drugs, who sticks to his beliefs and like he's very, very, you know, sticks to what he believes in and stuff like that. Then you got Jeff, the free spirit, the guy who's made mistakes with 
illicit substances and, you know, let his demons get him and stuff like that. And then they yeah. have a rivalry and then they bring that stuff into the rivalry. Yeah. Amazing. And Not to mention it was the other start of Heel Punk. Yes, it was. It was. He cashed too. money in the bank on Jeff after he won oh, it. Oh, I was so fucking angry that night. Yeah. I was so fucking angry that night. I was watching that pay-per-view on a school night at someone's house and Jeff and Edge in the fucking ladder match for the World Heavyweight. Edge, Jeff beats him. I'm so fucking happy. I'm jumping. I'm carrying on. And then fucking Punk's music hit. Oh, so fucking mad. <laughs> I think I'm um, like... The best like, thing is Punk's won it twice, Money in the Bank. Like The first time was when he came in and cashed on Edge after Batista destroyed him. Yeah, because Edge was injured. Yeah. See, that's interesting too. Like, Punk winning the Money in the Bank the first time in 08. Well, there was rumors Jeff, it was supposed to be Jeff. Yeah. But he got busted again and had to, yeah. you know, go away for his suspension. But, like, how different would Punk's career have been? That could be, like, a whole episode of the podcast we could do. Yeah. Like, imagine if Punk didn't win it in 2008. Yeah, his landscape's career would be much, much different. And then he won it in 09. I didn't pick him to win it in 09. Yeah, I didn't think he was either, but I was happy he did. Oh, yeah. 100% being a Sam Punk fan, you get to love whenever he does it. I was just pissed off he fucking cashed in on Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was a really good rivalry and all the elements they brought into it. And then remember the week after Jeff left? Uh, his, Punk music came out fucking, music. his music fucking hits. I was so I'm like, what the fuck? And it was Sam Punk. That was amazing. <laughs> Actually, I laughed so hard. I do it. laugh now, but back then I was fucking angry. Yeah. <laughs> I don't blame you. No. So, yeah. So we can, you know, Jeff, you know, you know TNA and stuff like that. Uh, did you ever play TNA Impact, the wrestling game? I played it at your house and you had it on the PlayStation. I was like, what? 16 guys love the same theme song? Yeah. It was graphically not bad, but just wasn't good. Yeah. But, like, because I was so invested into wrestling at the time, anything wrestling, I was like, this is awesome. But it wasn't. <laughs> and I bought it from, remember, the shop Game? But, remember we had the shop in Woodgrove? Game? Uh, Not EV yeah. Games. Game? Yeah. Uh, what about a game vault that used to be down in... um? No, where Woolies is? Yeah. Um, so many good games. I bought Guitar Hero 2 from that place. I got um, Pokemon Coliseum. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. So you know, when when we, all right, so we can fast forward to like when we're both watching it together. We're watching WWE. We're watching TNA, playing the games. We're collecting the cards, talking about it all day, every day. Yeah, like I think that's all we fucking talked about back then. Yeah, pretty much. Got into the same music together. Went to the WWE live shows. And whatever, whenever they were here, is there do you, is there any like specific pay per view match or anything that you think of straight away from back then? Uh, not particularly. Like yeah. as you're saying, Summer of Punk will always be a big one. In 2011. Yeah, Punk winning the title. Yeah. Um, like yeah, I think would... that basically is because like there's no way he's gonna win. Like you know the guy's gonna uh, leave. Um, and then he won it, and like you know Del Rio comes running out, and he just jumps into the crowd and legs it. Uh, we were we were in year twelve. Think about that. We were in year 12 when oh, that damn. happened, and I, we, I had to wait till I got home to watch that pay-per-view. Yeah, 10 years long. Try not to try not to read these spoilers and stuff like that. Yeah. I don't think I bought a wrestling shirt faster than I did when he had that white Best in the World shirt. Yeah, that was an awesome shirt. This, I think the Summer of Punk is 
everybody. Yeah. If you were a fan of CM Punk, because that that brought a lot of eyes back to the product. I know I was I was I was watching, but I wasn't invested as much as I was until he went through that. Let's just uh, mention one thing we've forgotten about with the Summer Punk, the pipe bomb. Oh. That was career defining. Career defining, and it's probably one of the greatest greatest promos of all time. One of the greatest. Yeah, agreed. You know, you got your Austin three sixteen. That's when he blew up. Yeah. You know, the countless times The Rock, you know, said he's one of his catchphrases for the first time and stuff like that. Yeah. And then, you, then, you know, Punk, you know, just give him a microphone and say, go out there and talk about whatever you want. Yeah. And he, 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 he did. literally <laughs> took it and said, I will talk about whatever I want. It's kind of good that he's not um, with WWE anymore because like, he has a lot of opinions about everything. I would much prefer he doesn't come back at all. Yeah, in in any company at all. Yeah, I think pretty much he's um like he's done everything he can do anyway. Um, oh, I think he's just it's just he he's getting older, and I feel like it's going to be like the Undertaker thing where, you know, oh my god, the Undertaker's having another match, and you're all amped up for it. Then you watch it, and you go, ah, that see, was that was a shame. I believe he should have retired after the else was not. Undertaker, I mean. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I see your point because once he lost the streak, like what was the point of having him that Mania anymore? Because it was like, like no rivalries. Yeah. Like that one with Shane. Like that was all over Shane wanting to control Raw and Vince is like, all right, fine, you can verse Undertaker. Yeah. Like, was, and then they tried to build that rivalry up. I mean, you know, adding the Hell in a Cell to it was pretty cool. Yeah. But. Well, it was even like um, Taker versus Cena. Barrel like squash match, the just minute, like the, the cool two takes minutes or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. Tina just calling him out for weeks and weeks and weeks. And then, but I understand, like watching the last ride documentary and like last match he had that he hated. He wanted to finish on a match that he was proud of. Yeah, and that's probably, that's probably a big big thing on AJ Styles' resume is he was the last opponent for the Undertaker. Yeah. Well. Oh, well, you know, yeah, you know, you know, know what the Undertaker is like. Yeah, well, I think it's a price is a price. Yeah. A price is a price. As in Saudi, Saudi Arabia. Arabia. <laughs> and there's Saudi Arabia. Yep, that are uh, more than willing to pay millions for him for, um, for one show. For one show. And if I got told, hey, I'll give you $5 million just to rock up, I'd do it. <laughs> well, yeah, any, any, any like, respecting person would. And then, like, you know, you had his, the, Undertaker and Kane Brothers of Destruction versus DX match in Saudi Arabia that didn't make anybody look good. No, it did not. They all should have stayed uh stayed back in retirement. I just like I understand why because it'd be hard to let go being there for so long and doing so much and yeah, well, if, if it's been your entire livelihood, you know, it's, it'd, it'd be hard to it'd be hard to let go. Yeah, definitely. But like, you can always go back and watch the first like the. The Attitude Era Undertaker, or even before that, like he stuck with like Mankind in like '96, and like things like that. Like I've gone back to watch because I was too young. Like incredible, yeah, that sort of thing. Even like American Badass Undertaker, like some people thought it wasn't motorcycle. That's not the Undertaker sort of thing, but that was still cool. It was still like, a pretty decent. Like yeah, anybody that has back and watched it, anybody that has Limp Biscuit as their theme song is fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, and then. Yeah, so, you know, what do you think of the current product? 
Are you as invested as you were 13 years ago? or Not particularly. Like, no. I feel like there's been a lot of ball dropped. Um, mm. I, I, can, I can see where you're going. Like as I mentioned earlier, Retribution. Yep. You know, it had so much potential to be a really awesome stable. Alistair Black. Exactly. Um, Small Joe's in the week back on NXT, but you know. Small Joe. Shinsuke. Yeah. Shinsuke Nakamura. Never should have left NXT. Man, Shinsuke in NXT, his whole rivalry with Samoa Joe was incredible. His match with Sami Zayn. Yeah, Sami Zayn's uh, he's doing all right. Like, oh, yeah, Sami Zayn's fine. He, he's, he's a good character. He's a good... Adapt good, well, which is a good thing. Yeah, same with Kevin Owens. Yeah. Do you... All right, so the current product, so aside from WWE, do you watch um, much indies? Not really. You, just, you sort of like keep up with the news, that sort of stuff, yeah. what's going on? I think because of I think because of COVID, I've sort of because obviously there's been barely any wrestling. Like I know New Japan are still doing shows and stuff yeah. like that. In Australia, like I went to Melbourne City Wrestling in December of 2019, and I didn't go to a show until May 2021 yeah. because there was no shows, and then it was hard to get tickets when they had shows. Yeah, and stuff like that. But like trying to keep up with the indies, it's getting getting harder and harder the older I get. Yeah. There's so much. That's the thing. I mean, there's not an overexposure, just like. It's getting a lot. It, it's harder, but it's also easier. Like, in the sense, like, it's harder because it's so much, but it's easy because, like, you just start on white TV. Yeah. And, like, any promotion can get on and live stream their show. Yeah. Which is how I'm keeping up with AEW and stuff like that. Yeah, that's fair enough. Like, I, I read AEW results as well. Like, I try to watch Dynamite. As much as I can, but like it, I, I will at least watch the pay. Yeah, I know I'll watch pay views with you and uh, Mitch and Carmen as well. Yeah, sometimes Ricky. Yeah, if he fucking ever decides to turn up. And then yeah, so uh, okay, so we're in twenty twenty one. Your give me your top five WWE at the uh, superstars at the moment that you you like watching. It's oh, a hard one. Um, believe it or not, Reigns. Reigns, yeah. Neil Reigns is yeah. actually probably the best thing he's done in his career. Oh, 100%. I, I even made to say it's better than The Shield. Um, some people I wouldn't say it's him. better than the original Shield. but oh, The original Shield, no, but like the putting them together just for the sake of them being together, yes. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, I don't want to say Bobby Lashley because he knows the shit out of me. <laughs> um, but I like McIntyre. Mm-hmm. But I feel like he's done with the like main title run. Like he's had it for like he had it for like a year almost. Well, technically, yes, but maybe he lost it to Orton yeah. for like what was it, a couple of days, week. wasn't it? Oh, a week, yeah, two weeks, and then won it back. So I know what you mean. Um, so then there's Miz, as we uh, spoke about earlier. Yeah. Apart from the injury, which you know hopefully recovers from very soon. I hope so. He's one of the best. Yeah, long, long time. doubt. Um, when he comes back, uh, Cena. Yeah, you still you still big on Cena? I, I miss him. I miss him a lot. <laughs> like I, as we were talking about before, I personally believe that he should beat Ric Flair's uh, streak. He should beat it. Yeah, he Ooh. should be the seventeen-time world champion. I don't know how I feel about that. It's a big like I get where you're coming from. Like he deserves it. He's been around. He's done everything right. He's, He's basically given, given his entire life to the his, company. Given his life to it. You know. Like done all those make a wish things, which I think is probably the most thing. The thing he would probably 
away from this is the amount of people he's made happy by doing those make a wish things. Yeah. Like, uh, just to quickly backtrack to a different brand, uh, NXT. Carrying Cross. Carrying Cross, yeah. Since he's debuted, I have been solidly behind him. Yeah. Like, that is how you build a monster heel. Yes. He's a, he's a very good, very good NXT champion. And I'm glad he didn't lose it. Um, well, yeah, he, he, yeah, he didn't lose it. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, like... Sabella. In your house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That um, was on yesterday? No, two days ago, two Monday. Days ago, yeah. It was a fatal five-way, and he retained, so... NXT's still putting on great shows. Exactly. NXT's worth it. It's like Raquel Gonzalez. Yep. And they put up a price and she's like, you know, the first ever Latin woman to win a title in NXT. Yep. And, like, they compared her to the likes of Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio. She's good. She is. Um, she's good. Then you've also got people in NXT like Aussies, yep. Eddie Hartwell, Bronson Reed, our boy. Johnny Gargano. He's not Aussie. No, sorry, my bad. I'm an Aussie partner. <laughs> <laughs> no, so you probably didn't hear me. I said like Aussie. So you got like Indy Hartwell, uh, Bronson Reed, who is always going to be Jonah. Yeah. Jonah Rock. Jonah Rock. He's always going to be Jonah Rock. Am I still surprised that Broxy never got signed? Well, he's signed to ROH, so. Yeah, that's fair. I like, I like Broxy where he is right now. I still like going to see him live. Let me have that for a little bit longer. <laughs> Let me be able to see Broxy live for a little bit longer. Yeah, definitely. And then he can go make his money. Yeah, and then we can also talk about outside of WWE, Will Ospreay. Oh, he is in my top five favorite wrestlers. Whole thing right now. Agreed. I'm, just, I'm so upset that he's injured and he's had to give up the New Japan belt. Yeah. But it was not that it was bound to happen because I don't want to say that because it sounds horrible, but fucking hell. He wrestles very dangerously. He, like, being, like being able to say I've seen him live like, like being front row at a yeah, local show and seeing you. him. Yeah, oh, yeah, you were too. Um, just being able to see him that close, like four was it four or five years ago now? Yeah, it was a while against Brooksy and like, oh my god. Yeah, he's um, as I said, he's an amazing wrestler. Just uh, very dangerous with how he does a lot. Peter as well. Yeah, like protect, like in the words of Wu Tang, protect your neck far out, and look what's happened. Yeah. But he's given us so many, like, countless amazing matches. Yeah. Kind of like Ricochet before he went to WWE. Oh, he had to, oh, like, you're not counting NXT because he had some good shit in NXT. Oh, no, he didn't go to NXT, but I mean, like... Yeah. Well, like, where he is now. Stuff. Yeah. I got to see him live immersing, this is like the polar opposite again, like Zack Sabre Jr. Oh, Zack Sabre Jr. Yeah, like Zack Sabre Jr. Slow, submissions... Like, you know, where you dance sort of thing. Ricochet's like, I'm going to do 45 fucking flips, Power Rangers <laughs> style on top of you. Like, seeing that live was amazing. Yeah, unfortunately, I missed that one. Yeah. I mean, and then, yeah, like, okay, so you've, like, told us a bit your favourites at the moment. Who are yours? Top five? Are we doing across the whole world, or am I just doing WWE? I uh, just WWE. All right, so I've got to go in there. Bronson Reed has to be in there. Yep. Bronson Reed has to be in there. The North American champion, Bronson Reed. Yeah. Right, my boy. Um, let's go... I would have said Buddy Murphy until he got released because I still... Yeah. Anything he does, I love. I'm going to still count him for now. Um, yeah. Um, see, it's hard because nothing. there's nothing major going on. Yeah. There's nothing big. I mean, like... 
Like you said, Roman, like Roman, like I'll, I'll turn on when Roman's talking or when Roman's doing something. Um, yeah. I don't give a shit about, no offense, I don't give a shit about Lashley. Yeah, um, same Rhea, I like Rhea. Rhea, Asuka. Oh, uh, yeah, I forgot about Rhea and Asuka. Rhea and Asuka are really good. Asuka's uh, her own meme, Jar Factory as well, which oh, is great. Asuka on Instagram. Hilarious. Not to mention she owns like one of every console there's ever been. Yeah, when you showed me that, I was freaking out. Uh, it's definitely awesome. Yeah. I'll go carry across to uh, Johnny Gargano. Even Finn Balor. Like, Finn Balor on NXT again. Like, Yeah, he definitely needed to go back. I don't think he needed to go back. I think it was like he wanted to go back. I feel like if he didn't go back, he would have been future endeavoured. <laughs> we wish you all the happiness on your future endeavours. Yeah. Is the worst <laughs> message you can ever receive. Exactly. What about how, like... Like when we're talking about like Jeff Hardy before, like winning them. Imagine if he won the money to make. Imagine if he did, if Balor didn't get injured at SummerSlam with uh, the Universal Belt. Yeah, his career would also be a lot different. And then you got to think about that too. Then Kevin Owens wins it. Would yeah. he have ever won the title if that didn't happen? Yeah, no. It's um, it's only how like little things like that basically change the entire landscape. Yeah, it's 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 hundred like like yeah like tweak tweak something little. Imagine what could have happened. Yeah, there's a whole lot of things that could have been done different as well. Like, because Seth Rollins, as you know, is like developed. He's he's done everything. He's won everything. He's held everything. He's been a Money in the Bank winner. He's held the do- the WWE and the Universal and the Inter and the US. He's done the, rum- the and Rumble. the tags. Won the Rumble. Yeah, won the Rumble. Won the tags. Won the NXT. Both tags now. Yeah, NXT. Yeah. He's done literally everything there is to do in the business. Same as AJ, besides yeah. the Rumble. Exactly. And Money in the Bank. Yeah. But, like, like AJ, like, he's, he's done everything already. And, like, it, it, it frustrated me when it got leaked out that when they wanted to sign AJ Styles, Vince didn't even know who the fuck he was. Yeah, and no, I saw that, too. Like, I'm so happy he came to WWE, got got the money he deserves. Yeah, got even more exposure. Like, it'd be like even think about that now. Like, he was a leader of the Bullet Club, and look at all the Bullet Club members back then. Now are all yeah. involved in AEW. Imagine AJ Styles stays with the Bullet Club, stays in New Japan for a little bit longer, and then ends up in, you know, in AEW. Yeah, well, the thing is, like, he's basically said once he's done in WWE, he's done. Yeah, like, all he deserves to finish when he wants. Yeah, exactly. It's been a staple of wrestling for a long time. Like, he just—he has amazing. He could just turn like even like when he was like when he won the WWE title for the first time off Dean Ambrose. Like, I was not invested in that rivalry at all because I'm like, eh, like whatever. And then you watch that match. I think it was TLC, No Mercy, or TLC or something. Yeah, I think it was TLC. And holy fucking shit, that made me go. I need to watch. I need to watch this guy more. Yeah. I need, to do, I need to be watching what AJ Styles is doing. Yeah. I've always been a fan of him like, since back in TNA. Yeah, me too. He had like a dope theme song as well. Yeah. And, the, and yeah, like he was always the main event there. He pretty much, he was the workhorse for TNA. He was. Because like he always got overshadowed, I think, by like all these people that got brought in like Van Damme, Jeff Hardy, even though being a big fan of both, but like any ex-WWE guy that came in would automatically go above him. Yeah. Or he would have to wrestle them and make them look good. Yeah. But um, 
like Jeff Hardy's debut match in TNA, the first time around was against AJ Styles. An incredible match. Not to mention uh, Jeff Hardy versus AJ Styles back in WWE for like a dark match. Back in, it was early 90s, I think, or late 90s. Was it really? Yeah. It was, Did he um, Jeff Hardy? I remember it, I it was Jeff versus... I um, it was the Hurricane. Um, it was someone. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. We don't have to be exactly right on that because it was a long, long time ago. But yeah, like he like tried out for the WWE in like the early 2000s and then, you know, TNA started up and he went there. But like, I think it was a... You know, Imagine if he had stayed in WWE. I yeah. think he'd be where he is now. Exactly. TNA, he stood out. He was a he was a big fish. Yeah. And uh, uh, that's the one thing I'll give TNA back in the day was the wrestling was amazing. Yeah. So maybe not so much the storylines and some of the stupid gimmick matches they had. Like remember that reverse rumble match they had? Like you had to throw your opponent <laughs> in the fucking ring. Yeah. Like shit like that. But like they had very good wrestlers. Yeah. Oh, like, t- like t- TNA or Impact Wrestling that it is now, it's finally on the up, I think. Yeah. It's finally, you know, starting to go in a direction we all wanted it to go because I remember when everyone wanted it to close down and stuff like that, I'm like, you, no. Well, even there was a WWE buying it. Yeah, but it needs to, there needs to be wrestling companies for people to go. Yeah. Because what, so like you go to WWE and like they release you when you go, okay, you can go to the Indies. Yeah. And you can only go so far. Well, it sort of depends, like, because there's certain people who like gone further. Like, um, as I mentioned earlier, uh, Darren Young, formerly known as Darren Young, is <laughs> now signed to um, New Japan. Yeah, New Jap. So. Which is, no, I think that's going to be good. Um, are they, are we, are they even allowed to travel to Japan yet? Um, I think they are. That or he's already over there before everything happened. Yeah, that's true. Like, oh man, like I love New Japan, but there was nothing like a few years ago when when the Bullet Club was the biggest thing. Yeah. Mega, Young Bucks, Gallows, Anderson, even when Bala was Prince Devitt, like in the first run of the Bullet Club, like, that was like... I know people like compare it to like the NWO and stuff like that, but like it was on that same for me, it was on that same scale. Yeah, like it was huge. It was fucking massive. Everyone had a bullet club shirt. Like I've still got bullet club shirts. Yeah, like it was. That's what I think turned a lot of people to New Japan, and the Indies and stuff like that, because like I didn't know what PWG was. Yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't know what the fuck PWG was, and then you get to the Bullet Club, and it's like, oh, the Young Bucks are wrestling with PWG. What the fuck is that? And then you look at PWG, and there was so many good wrestling, so much good wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, and then you know, being being able to see the Young Bucks live, and like when the New Japan show came over twice. Yeah. In in Australia, that was really good. Like, I don't know. On a side note, mm-hmm. who is your favorite faction currently? Currently. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Is there even that many? Not really. Um, I mean, does the uh, favorite like I probably would have said the undisputed era, but I like formerly the undisputed era. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the point. That's the thing. Like, if I a few months ago I could have said it. I mean, 
I'd personally say the family. Yeah, I was thinking. I was thinking the family, because who? There's no one. I can't really think of anyone any stable or like. I mean, you could have like the Dark Order and stuff like that. Yeah. Like yeah, that, yeah, it's not bad, but like stables, I think like factions are very, very hard to do. Yeah, they're hard. You got to have the right people, the right storylines and stuff like that. Yeah, well, you look at like NXT; so it has a couple of good ones, like Alberto Del Fesma. Yeah, Santos Escobar. Yeah, um, Northy Cruiserweight, but he yeah. did. Um, that ladder match they had was well, amazing. Had, yeah, that was really good. All right, all right. Since we're talking ladder matches, greatest. Favorite ladder match of all time, DLC is DLC slash ladder match. Uh, match where it ended by someone having to take down via a ladder. Uh, that's a really hard one. Uh, Who's yours? It's hard to go past TLC two at WrestleMania seventeen or X seven. Hardy's Dudley's Edge and Christian. I can say the Edge and Christian and the Hardys have been the only one that came to mind. The, no, the first one, the tag one. Yeah. No mercy. Yeah. Um, no, Jeff versus the Undertaker for the Undisputed Title of two thousand two. Yeah. Like, they you could tell they wanted to push Jeff at that point. Yeah. And you know, that that was a very very good like that was just a good match in general. Um, I'm not going to cl- include Money in the Banks. Yeah, that's a discussion for another time. That's a, yeah, we can do one. We can do that for another time. Um, even like like I know like the Hardys again, but like you're gonna talk about ladder matches. You're gonna talk about the Hardys like Armageddon 2006. Yeah, Paul London and Brian Kendrick versus Dave Taylor and William Regal. So it's just a standard tag team match. Teddy Long comes out, doesn't make him go one on one with the Undertaker, <laughs> turns it into a ladder match. And then adds two teams to it. I mean, I remember watching this. I got home from school that day, and then like Eminem come out, and you're like, "Oh fuck yeah, that's actually cool." And then Hardy Boys music hits, and yeah, oh, holy shit. I mean, yeah, that's not, I like. I remember stuff like that. Yeah. What's what's yours? Um, I guess for me, uh, probably one of the better ones would be WrestleMania thirty. Shit, when was it? Which one? How long were the Hardys are? Return? Oh, 30. I think it's 33 or 34. 33? Or, yeah, 33, I think. I think so too, actually, yeah. Yeah. If not, prove me wrong. <laughs> yeah, uh, 33 or 34. Maybe 34. No, 33. I don't know. I was, I was at work and I'd finished all my paperwork, so I was like watching it on my phone. Yeah. And when the new new day came out, I'm like, oh, there's another tag team here. I was like, fuck, here we go. They're gonna add themselves. They're gonna add themselves into it. Yeah. And the hardest music, and I was just like, holy shit. One of oh, it's got to be one of the biggest pops of all time. Yeah, has to be. Definitely was. Because they wrestled like two, the, either the night before, or two days before, or not long before WrestleMania for ROH. Yeah. And they were the ROH tag champs. I'm pretty sure and they dropped the belts. Yeah, to the Young Bucks. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was something. I think it was a ladder match too. Yeah, it was. I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, and then they turned up at WrestleMania. Like, what a way to return. It was definitely a massive thing. And they're the biggest nostalgia things for me. Like, any time they're together, and that fucking music hits. Yeah. I can't wait for Jeff to use no more words again. I was about to say the exact same thing. Especially because it's coming almost back to live shows. Yeah, 
July, isn't it? July 17th, July I think it was. Yeah. Hopefully they come out one more time. That'd be handy. Because um, I know that Jeff was saying, as I was saying earlier, once he's done with this run, that's it. He's done. He's done? Yeah. yeah. I'll believe it when I see it. He's apparently, like, he's just feeling it in his age. Like, Oh, it's probably all finally catching up to him. Yeah, Surely. probably. Here's another one that deserves, like, one more like one more run as a champion. What, but do you see him dethroning either Ro, uh, Roman or um, Lashley? I reckon um, McIntyre. I probably think, actually, as well. Uh, Jeff won money in the bank. Someone will beat Lashley. Uh, Hardy comes out and beats or beats Lashley. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I think one more run would be all right. Even if it's not that great of a run, he still deserves it. Because he never had a long title run. Like that first title he won off Edge and Triple H and the Triple Threat. He lost yeah. with the Rumble. Build a him and Matt story, which I did. I. They didn't need to do that. They like, didn't, I know I because Matt uh, Hardy was my like one of my favorite iterations. Yeah, I know there was rumors that it was supposed to be Christian, but because it got leaked that he was returning, they didn't do it. Yeah, but um, yeah, you know, Matt, Matt and Jeff are many. Like they finally got their like one on one on one match at Mania, or like a singles match. Well, Jeff finally got a singles match at Mania. Yeah, so I don't think he's ever had a singles match besides that one. It was a good match, like tape match to the tape, and uh. Someone turned him through it. Nah, that was backlash. That oh. was the pay per view afterwards. Yeah, he um tied him up to the table and put him through it. No, for some reason, I thought it was mania. No, 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 mania. Jeff put Matt on on a table, then put another table on top of him. Ah, uh, yeah, and then, like just yeah. fucking splashed through both tables. <sighs> good times though. Oh yeah, Very like, good times. I'll, I'll, like wrestling has probably been one of the greatest things in my life. I agree. And of course, wrestling for me made me a new friends I've had for going on like 13 years yeah, now. Yeah, I've made a lot of, I've made a few friends through wrestling and I've still got, still got friends that watch wrestling and still talk about it. Even have our own little uh, Facebook group about it. Yeah, we do too. Mainly making fun of people, wrestlers and stuff like that, but it's still really good. Exactly. Um, before, uh, before we end it, I just wanted to get your opinion on Nothing, it's not wrestling related. It's just a little teaser that was dropped this week of the new Masters of the Universe trailer. That's going to uh, be on yes. Netflix. The Kevin Smith. Added, what do you think of the trailer? It looks amazing. How good does it look? This is our news for the week too. Yeah, this could be. Yeah, this could be our news for the week. Even though you all probably know about it already, but trailer. It looks amazing. Mark Hamill is uh, Skeletor. And yeah, how can you go wrong? Mark Hamill voicing anything. Exactly. Not to mention uh, one that I was surprised about, uh, Lena Headey. Yeah. It's Cersei Lannister in Game of Thrones, for whoever doesn't know. Yeah. Uh, voicing um, Evil Lynn. Your name is Evil Lynn? <laughs> I thought it was Evelyn. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure we've already discussed this, but like, you haven't watched the 80s no, I haven't. series, have you? You need to go over there to my DVD shelf and borrow the box set. And you need to watch it because it's... Like, obviously, it was set... It was for kids, but fucking, I love He Man so much. I didn't grow up like I didn't grow up watching it. I got into it like later on, but like any time I could watch it, I would watch it. And then like Robot Chicken 
did all those skits of like they were the best skits, yeah. like on Robert Ching was the skeletal stuff and that, and that's what I got. I'm busy, Mola. <laughs> you have an impacting wisdom to skeletal, it has to come out. I'm a talking skull. What do I care? You know what the hell with this? Um, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, like you said, Mark Hamill, anything he does when it comes to voice acting is going to be incredible. Definitely. Like, Massive but, Mark Hamill fan about everything. Yeah, and like I'm a big Kevin Smith fan too. Same here. So, like, I think it's one of the things anything Kevin Smith touches turns out to be gold. Yeah, you've got to be a big fan of Kevin Smith because there's a lot of people that don't like the shit he does. Like, I love Kevin Smith. All rats and clerks and dogma. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm, I don't, I'm excited for this. I'm excited for this. Um, yeah. And series is I don't think it's that many episodes though, that's the only thing. I think from what I read there was like sixteen. Sixteen? Yeah. Might be more, might be less, but um uh, uh, I don't know. I, I can't I can't find it here, but I don't think it's that many. But um hey, I'd be happy with just one. Yeah, I'm pretty happy with anything to be honest. Like it all um it all looks really good. Like it looks well animated. Um oh, there we go, ten episodes. Oh Sorry. it's ten. Yeah. Ooh, okay, that's that's a good that's that's a good amount. Oh, hold on. It's seven for season one. And three so far for season two. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, here on IMDB, yeah. Good old IMDB. Helps us with everything. Yeah, and I've watched Kevin Smith's Fat Man Beyond podcast where he talks about it, and he is so invested in it, and he is so proud of the work on this show that you can't be you can't be not excited for it yeah, if you're a fan. But I think this will be like maybe not like Invincible, where like people come across the media and go, "Whoa, fucking hell, this is amazing!" Yeah, like I think people that know what Masters of the Universe is but never really watched it, I think will. Make the universe, the masters of the universe, grow. Yeah, because the uh, Netflix series for Ashira. Yeah, haven't watched it yet, but um. Yeah, good. I'll give it a watch eventually. Yeah, you did. Yeah, watch the watch the eighties version too. I will because it's like not lame, but it's like corny, but it's like it's still. Yeah, it's still pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Do you have anything to add for news of the week? Uh, no, I think that's uh, pretty much it that's happened apart from E three. Yeah, anything good? And you see anything amazing on E3? Because um, you watched it, I did. Very, very short, like teaser, mm-hmm. but Starfield. Yeah. I am invested. Um, what's Starfield? Uh, so basically, it's Skyrim, Fallout, mm-hmm. but in space. Yeah, that sounds cool. It's, it's like they released like a short snippet of it. Yeah. Uh, it comes out on the 11th of November 2022, so oh, it's a long way off. It's a long way off. Uh, straight to Game Pass, though, on release. That's, That's good. Uh, very handy. Hello Infinite, um, also going straight to Game Pass. Yeah, you mentioned that when you got here, that it was going to be that on the Game Pass. Um, Breath of the Wild 2. Yes. Everyone can get pumped for that because Breath of the Wild was amazing. Yes, it was. Mario Party, which has all the maps of the uh, Nintendo 64 version. Anything plus Mario. Exactly. Plus, plus the big thing about it, it has every single mini game on every single uh, Super Mario Party in it. Does it really? Yeah. Wow. We'll be getting that. Out for a game night. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, and that's um about it really. That's all you've got? Yeah. I mean this like we've already gone for long enough. Like we can definitely do another podcast in the future about 
more like more in depth wrestling, like we can go through pay per views and really go deep with which wrestlers we liked and why we liked them and stuff like that. But we certainly can. That can be for another time. So you can have another episode to listen to. Sounds good to me. All right, all right. we all good here. Yeah, we're all good. Uh, thank you for listening again, and you can catch us on our new website. Actually, to be posted on our Facebook. Yep. Um, we have to just go on there and pick your directory that you want to listen to, and you can listen to it from there. Yeah, we're on all the major listening um, streaming sites, aren't we? Yeah, we are now. We're on our Pandora, uh, Apple Music, Amazon Music, Audible, and Spotify. Spotify, and a whole lot more like smaller indie companies, but we're on there too. And we've got an Instagram too at the Dollar Bim Culture Podcast. If you want to go give us a follow, we'll that'll be very handy. Let you, you know. see our little teasers of what's coming up every week. Yeah, teasers and or you know exactly as soon as that episode is dropped, we we um post on our Instagram when it's out. All right, so thank, thank you, you for much. listening, and we'll catch you again next week. See ya.